another episode of the Comedy Conversation, streaming live at MiamiComedy.com and ComedyCalendar.com, where we go live every single day. And uh, what we try to do is we have we have conversations about anything you want, pretty much. We can talk about anything you want. Let it all out. Get it off your chest. Have a conversation with someone, even if it's a humorous one. Okay, if you keep it all in, you don't mention it to nobody. It goes in your head, gives you stress. But if you go out and you make fun of it, what can stop you? You know what I mean? Sub Salty Sam, what's up, Kyle? How are, how's your day going, guys? It's great to have comedians here looking at you, wondering why the hell you're not on stage. What's up, man? What's up, David? How's your uh, Tuesday going, David? What's new, man? Um, I'm here going live to uh, see what... Uh, what are we talking about today? Welcome back, Alex. Yeah, what are we talking about today, guys? It's time for you guys to really take initiative here. And uh, let's go over some of the things that's happening in your life. Picture me as your comedy ther- therapist. And uh, if, let's, like, let's say, for, for example, let's say if you were to hire a therapist. And, uh, you know, you walk in. And you're like, hi, welcome to... Uh, to therapy, what uh, what would you like to get handled? And then you just stay there like. This therapy sucks. <laughs> oh man, this comedy hour is much needed. Thanks, Alex. Why do you feel you need comedy so much these days? For me, I feel it keeps me sharp. There's nothing better than having a sharp comedy mind because you go out in the world and you uh, start trying to interact with others, and then you realize that uh, you're, you're a lot quicker, you know? And when you're a lot quicker, people don't know how to act around you. You ever notice that? You ever notice that when you have all the humor, all the talent, in terms of making the people laugh, people kind of just make you an authority figure. You ever notice, isn't that weird? How comedians don't get, just like Rodney Dangerfield used to say, I get no respect. It's like, I don't know about that, Rodney. I mean, uh, you're a comedian. You're making everybody laugh. I think you're getting plenty of respect, buddy. Right? That's what's great about being a comedian. You're you're out there. You're making people laugh in ways they weren't even expecting. It's like, man, you're entertaining. What are you about? What's your secret? You want to know what my secret is? I go on live stream every day, and I don't know what to say until I figure out what to say. (laughs) You don't write any of this stuff down? No, not really, man. I just go on a whim and just see what happens. So I force myself to uh, be as entertaining as possible with a very limited amount of time. Because on the internet, if you're not entertaining within the first eight seconds, people are like, yo man, fuck this guy, right? Now imagine trying to go on for an hour in a city like Miami, which is like half of that. (laughs) Oh, I love trashing my city. Love trashing my city. Um, Yeah, so what's up? What's up with you guys? What's up with you guys? Let's see, Uh, fucking happy for the honest comedy. Yeah, that's right. I feel like the world is uh, shutting down to vote. Yeah, is that what it is? My meme today didn't make a lot of impressions. And I was like, man, what happened today? Maybe the, maybe my, my joke today just sucks. Maybe it's just voting season. <laughs> no, 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 I'm pretty sure it's the joke writing. You got to write. Alex, are you planning on being a, a comedian or something? Or do you just like comedy? Because there's a difference between those that are pursuing to be a comedian and there's those that are just fans of comedy, listening to podcasts, watching specials on Netflix, seeing when your comedian, your favorite comedian is performing. Like, which one are you? Uh, You know what I mean? 
So if you're a comedy fan, you are you automatically just enjoy comedy. Like if somebody is out there trying to entertain you with some jokes, you appreciate it. You know, it's like, oh, that was a good one. Ah, I like this. This is good, right? But if you're trying to be a comedian, you're looking at every other comic and you're like, I'm funnier than you. <laughs> I'm a better. <laughs> that's that's the difference between comedy fans and those that want to be comedians. Uh, comedy fans appreciate the art. Those that want to be comedians are like, I'm better than you. <laughs> and that, that those are facts. Those are facts. A lot of egos involved. And uh, even though they're in the industry with you, for some reason, you're just never better than them. No matter what you do. Uh, I'm just a fan. I do marketing and websites. Oh, all right. That's what's up, Alex. At least you're in an industry that's going to grow soon. How are you getting clients, Alex? What are you doing to go out? You're not telling them jokes, are you? Huh? You're not calling them up and saying, hey, you want to hear a joke? I sell websites. Oh! <laughs> uh, is your website up and running? Uh, yeah, it is. Well, you better go catch it. I got a better one for you. Uh, no one's better than you, just different. Oh, look at you, Alex. Give me some props. You've got to be different as an entertainer these days, man. If you're the same old, that's kind of why I gave up writing memes, man. For me, memes are boring, you know? It's come to the point where me and writing memes has become stale. Like, I don't like it anymore. Well, I mean, I do because some of them are good, but writing memes every single day, it's like you get a random photo. Here's, here's the formula for those that want to know how to write memes and consistently. What's up, Mark? Welcome to the chat, buddy. How you been? Here's, here's how I write memes, okay? When it, when it used to be like two or three a day, what I would do is I would see what everybody's talking about, right? Like the trend or something that everyone can agree on. And it could be as goofy as, like you'd be surprised. Like you put some goofy shit up and people love it, you know? So you, you try to find like that relevant thing that everybody can enjoy. And then you go out and you look for a random video or photo, okay? And then you try to put the two together right and then when you put the two together you then post it online and then you hope for the best like oh my god i hope i hope you guys appreciate this because i i really worked hard to put this out there okay i hope you like my meme <laughs> here's today's meme everybody please enjoy i wrote it about the coronavirus huh huh enjoy the meme <laughs> that's what meme writing was like Making memes is hard as fuck. If you get in the groove, they just come to you. I I got in the groove to the point where I got bored of them. You know, I, I just didn't like writing them anymore, man. It's just it's it's just random shit that people can agree with. When your girl be like, when your boy be like, the coronavirus, nobody, me. It's like these little formulaic uh, pieces of jokes for it. Like sometimes I see myself like in my in my chair, just like, what am I going to write a meme about today? Well, you know, Halloween is coming up. Michael Jackson did Thriller. Uh, maybe I should do a meme about Halloween and Michael Jackson. All right. When you say you want to get into some guts and she think you're talking about carving pumpkins. Oh, and then it's that photo of Michael Jackson with the fucking snake eyes. All right. You post that up. People are like, oh, look, Michael Jackson thriller it's halloween season i love getting in guts and then everybody just like like <laughs> like that's 
that's how you write memes. That's that's meme writing in a nutshell. You just find something relevant that everybody can agree with, and then they're just like, "There you go. That's my meme for the day." Huh? I got bored, and so I gave up. I have run out of memes to use for my office. Oh yeah. Well, you know, without it being so cynical, one thing I will agree on with that's true, Danielle. Uh, yeah, memes are a science. Right. So is joke writing. Joke writing is a science. It's a little different because when it comes to joke writing, a lot of likability is involved because you're no longer using the, the the image of Michael Jackson. You're no longer using the image of a cute little doggy begging for food or whatever. You're no no longer using an image of an influencer to make your memes. You're using your image, and so people will look at your face. They'll look at your clothes. They'll look at your following count, and they'll determine to see if they're going to listen to your joke or not. <laughs> Like I don't like this guy's mustache. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, this guy is suspect. I'm not gonna listen to this joke. Fuck that guy. Or you can say a joke that if someone else were to have said it, it would be funny. But the fact that it was that guy that said it, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, that joke was funny, man. But I don't like your face. So no, you ain't funny, bruh. <laughs> People just make these determinations on the little details. You know, you can write a solid joke. But if it's coming from that guy with that weird face, right? If it's coming from that guy, it ain't good. I don't like it. He doesn't have personality. I just don't like it. What's up, Meki? What's up, Andres? Hola, ¿por qué no ya es en vivos en español? And Tony44 wants to know, Hola, ¿por qué no ya es en vivos en español? Okay, why not in, in Russian while we're at it, Antoni? Any other requests? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? See, this is the thing that's, that's wrong with being a comedian these days, man. People just demanding shit. Uh, yeah, why isn't this show in Spanish? I thought you were an entertainer. Why Why isn't this show in Spanish? Can somebody explain to me? Alguien me puede explicar a ver por qué él no quiere hacer este show en español. No entiendo. There's other comedians out there. Uh, he probably left already. Man, fuck this guy. I don't like this guy and his English words. <laughs> Thumbs down. I don't like it. Uh, dance, man. He danced. Exactly. The worst. I didn't get into comedy to be like a jukebox. You know what I mean? Puts SAP on it. <laughs> yeah, put some Spanish captions underneath the performances. Uh, Perdón, ¿por qué no haces en vivos en español? Me equivoqué antes. <laughs> Yo quiero este show en, en español porque estamos en Miami. Necesitamos un show en español. Yo soy el único aquí que lo quiere, pero uh, lo quiero. <laughs> Sorry, my Spanish is not so good, Antonio. Uh, yeah, but uh, just go find another Spanish dude, man. There's a lot of Spanish comedy here. All right? You don't, don't rely on me to give you a Spanish show. You know? You ever been, you, has, has anyone ever gotten mad at you because you don't speak their language? Huh? Do Americans do that? I'm sure Americans do that too, right? They go somewhere else. And it's like, yo, hey, where the fuck are these people from, man? What kind of language are you speaking here in Sweden? Yo, there's white people everywhere. And you guys don't speak English? Swedish. Talk English. <laughs> People just demanding you speak their language, you know? 
You get some guy in Spanish just shows up. Hey, permiso, donde puedo encontrar el baño? I, I'm sorry, I, I don't I don't speak Spanish. Ah, no hablo español, qué bueno, wow, qué, qué graciosito, no hablo español. <laughs> oh, man. Let me make a note of that. I have this. Uh, I have this stopwatch now in uh, on my uh, computer. That every time something funny happens in the conversation, I just put a little tab on it. Be like forty-seven minutes in Spanish. Uh, while I live in America, like what the fuck? Well, in America, it's different though, Danielle. Not to lie. I, I mean, America. I believe you have to incrementally bring different cultures into America because that is what makes America great. You got to have different cultures, man. How boring is it to just be in, in one culture? Dude, I'd be bored as fuck. Like, damn, man. Potato salad again with raisins. Fuck. Can we get somebody in here making some gumbo or something, please? Can we get some Cajun boil? Huh? Oh, thank God. New Orleans has Cajun boil. You guys ever been to New Orleans? Huh? And you tried all the foods brought to you by those Haitian communities? Huh? The Creole flavor? That's a great example of cultures coming together and adding it to American culture. Jazz music brought to you by black folks. Louis Armstrong, right? Black folks bringing in lots of culture. Even though the history is dark, it added on to American culture. If not, man, what, what would America be like if it wasn't for black history? Huh? Our culture would be bland. What are we doing today? Burlesque. Again? Fuck. Not burlesque. I'm tired of these bras with these thick ass skirts. Let's get some fucking uh, strippers in here. Huh? Bands will make her dance. Bands will make her dance. Yeah, Juicy J. These bitches clapping and they ain't using hands. Take it out. Hey. <laughs> right? If it wasn't for black culture, we'd still have uh, It's Your Birthday. But like, you know, happy birthday to you. Oh fuck, can we can we sing a different version of this? Child to the left. Child child to the right. Crisscross. Beep beep crisscross. Like, yeah, you bring some more culture in here, man. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> What's up, NC Breezy? It would be boring and bland. Oh yeah, Alex Monti hablas en español. Uh Swanee. Oh shit, what's up, Swanee? DM me, girl. Uh yes, we did. Exactly. Went down chiste uh, while I live in America. Um, I always thought cumpleaños. Oh, well, uh, uh, feliz cumpleaños, and Tony. Uh, feliz cumpleaños a ti. Ojalá que sea muy bueno. Que lo disfrutes. For those that don't understand, I said, uh, go fuck yourself. I don't care that it's your birthday. Oh, and that's one thing that being a translator, uh, being a translation in, uh, that's the best thing about being a, being a translator. You can, you can just mis misinform everybody. They're like, what, what is he saying? What, is he saying something? He's like, yeah, no, he, he's complimenting your outfit. Oye, te ves, te ves de madre. Tienes que arreglarte ese, uh... <laughs> he says he really enjoys your outfit. You should totally, um, wear that more often. Uh, bro in English and Tony, happy birthday. 
Uh, it's more about the people who never learned English judging me for knowing Spanish well. They come to the U.S. Damn, Danielle, for somebody that's uh, Ecuadorian, you're really talking shit about people that don't speak English, huh? That's one thing. That's one thing I realized about people who become Americanized. They become way too Americanized, where they go way outside, and they end up being like MAGA hat people. You know, Danielle walking around with a MAGA hat. Make America great again. These Spanish speakers coming in here judging me for speaking English. Uh, you're from Ecuador, South America. Uh, what's your point? I love America. I'm from South America. I included the America, got rid of the South. Yeah, I'm from South America. Uh, <laughs> those that seceded from the Union. <laughs> You're from South America. Yeah, but the South America from South Carolina below. <laughs> These Hispanic people are getting in the way. <laughs> 100%. Gracias por la felicitación. You're welcome for the fellatio. Um, bro, in English and tone. Oh, yeah. So, uh, all right. So, yeah, like I was saying, America, what makes America great is blending in different cultures, man. You know, you, you, you want to have a lot of blending in there, right? You want to have, you want to have, but the thing is, you can't have too much of it too quickly because we would lose our identity. Wouldn't you agree? Like, imagine if all Americans just were gone, right? Like all um White Americans, let's just call them that, even though I'm sure that's politically incorrect. You know, let's say all the white Americans disappear and then you fill it in with another culture. America loses that edge, right? America loses that identity. And then now this culture is the new identity. You want to keep the old identity while the new one comes in so that they can come together and then something brand new comes out of that. You know what I'm saying? I know it's a little it's a little complex to explain, especially on a comedy show. But I think culture is very important to have in our great nation and you got to have every perspective in there right think of all the countries that don't have a lot of culture except the ones that are in there they're boring you know there's no outside there's no blending of races there's no like uh different music there's no different food i mean i love indian food i absolutely love curry i love indian dishes like anything you serve me from india i love but if i was living in india and, you know, I'm standing between a kid taking a shit in public and uh, a donkey carriage. I'd be like, fuck, man, I can care less about curry right now. I want to get the fuck out of here, man. I want to go somewhere else. This is awful. You know what I mean? What's up, Leon? Ah, Leon, I'm not even going to pay attention to you no more. Keep it up. I'm just going to block you out. Antony wants to know when my birthday is. My birthday is May 30th. Antony. I love Indian food. Bro, Indian food is by far some of the most delicious food I've ever had. Bro, the bread, non bread, bro. All I need is like a bowl of curry. Serve up that non bread, bro. I'm, I'm making curry pizza out of that shit. <laughs> like, I get really creative with my dishes, man. Like, I, that, that's another, that's a great example right there of, of uh, cultures blending. You order curry, you get non bread, and now you're making pizza. But where did you learn how to make a pizza? From the streets of Brooklyn. And where in the streets of Brooklyn learn how to make a pizza? From the Italians walking in, blending the cheeses and shit. So what I do is I get the naan bread, right? Lay it out on the, on the plate. And then I get some curry with the spoon and fucking ladle that shit up. Right? Yeah. And then now you got, you got curry pizza. Best of both worlds coming together and making something delicious. I mean, everybody in the restaurant is going to be staring at you. 
The manager's probably gonna tell you to get the fuck out for desecrating his food. <laughs> but delicious and creative nonetheless. Um, what place at the Grove, Leon? What's up, Mitchie? Uh, I love diversity and a blend. I wish Miami had more diversity. Oh, uh, yeah, I agree with that, Danielle. I, I need more white and Asian women around here. We need more white women and Asian women in Miami. We need an influx. Can we get uh, a boat? <laughs> can we get a boat of white women and Asian women in Miami? Can we, can we get an influx? <laughs> can we offer them an incentive? Calling all white and Asian women. Move to Miami and get a $5,000 bonus from Manny's check checking account. I will give every Asian woman and white woman that decides to move to the city of Miami and help us procreate a $5,000 bonus check. We need to bring up the diversity around here. <laughs> Put out an ad. Oh, man. Let Leon treat you to some Indian food in the Grove. Sounds nice. You know, man, because uh, Leon seems like the kind of guy that he won't allow me to enjoy the said food. He'd be like, ooh, I can't wait to drift some of this curry in your belly button and stop it up with some naan bread at the tip of my dick. <laughs> like, Leon, I'm fucking half, I'm in the middle of biting on a samosa, onto a samosa. Why would you tell me this? Gross. Uh, that actually sounds legit, Manny. Bro, people in Alaska used to do that. When Alaska was, needed some more uh, community, uh, they would give out incentives for people to uh, move up there. You know, hey, everybody come to Alaska. We'll find you a job. We'll give you X amount of dollars. We'll get you handled, you know? I almost, I remember my mother told me this. My mother was like, uh, we were actually thinking about moving to Alaska uh, before we had you. And I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah, because they were offering people some sort of incentive or bonus or some sort of like tax, tax cut or something like that so that more people can migrate over to Alaska. Imagine if I was born in Alaska, guys. Alaska comedy. I'd be performing in front of fucking penguins and seals and shit. Hey, everybody, welcome to the comedy show. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm out here killing it. We're at Eskimo gear, right? Going live. Hey, Manny Garavito standing next to this frozen lagoon on my cabin. And we out here going live trying to talk to the people. And then the people from Miami would tune in. Puede ser en español. Uh, bro, any place looking for English-speaking Cuban men? Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. Bombay Darbur, yes. Shout out to Bombay Darbar. Darbur, Derber, Bombay Derber. <laughs> Bombay Derber. Uh, yes, Bombay Darbar, Darbur, Derber, is uh, one of the best uh, Indian food restaurants in Miami. Shout out. I think there's also one in Hollywood. They just opened up one there or in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Um, let's see. Got to get on that ballot. That actually sounds legit. Indeed, it does. Let's see. Uh, I love more diversity in a blend. Yeah, I think. Um, what's up, uh, Arezzo? I think uh, when it comes to diversity, I think what's gonna, going on is that we're just going to have to start blending, man. Like blend with something that's not you. Like, come on, man. You don't get bored of that. Like, I think it goes both It goes both ways. You know, there's some people that want to marry and have children with someone that is similar to their families. Like, I, I want to, uh, you know, like, I don't know, white girls that are into Disney for some reason love other white dudes. It's just, they don't want to, like, blend. Some of them do, but more often not. Like, uh, you know, I, it's either you're really dedicated to sticking with your 
roots and your genes and you know staying in that culture and then there's also a calling for you to be like yo i want to go uh bang an indian chick <laughs> i want to go have some uh indian babies you know what i'm saying where's a nice little indian girl around here you know uh, I want I want to raise some Bollywood children. I, have, I I want them to be the comedians in in Bollywood, right? I want to raise a little stand-up Indian Colombian American kid to start uh doing a live podcast every day in Bollywood. You know what I mean? You want to have you want to have like those that mix, you know? You want to it's almost like you're running an experiment when you want to go out and mix because it's like what would it be like to bang an Eskimo lady <laughs> and raise some little igloo motherfuckers in the dead of winter. They'll probably be badass survivalists. <laughs> I could teach them to climb Mount Everest. We got to get them a, a Sherpa. <laughs> What's up, RMT? Real hoes don't care. I don't. Hey, you know, you got to go out. It's either you go out and you procreate to keep the culture going or you go out and procreate to break the status quo. Gefilte fish, again. How about we get some regular fucking salmon fish, huh? With some dill and lemon. What do you think about that, uh, Moshe? <laughs> oh man, I know, I know some Jewish girls that definitely don't like dating Jewish guys. They want to go out as soon as possible. Oh my God, can I get some uncircumcised dick already? Damn, the circumcised stuff is killing me. Can we get some uncircumcised around here? Where can I get this? <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to go out and you got to blend. You know, I, that, that's that's my take. Um, yeah, that's my take. I think I, I would go the blending route. I like blending. But then again, I'm a man whore and I blend regardless. <laughs> oh, man, let's write that one down. Blending. 34 minutes in. This is good, man. I'm keeping tabs now, right? I'm on here. I'm taking notes so that uh, I'm going to make some more videos. All right. I hope you guys are ready because more and more edited videos are coming out and they're going to be more specific, right? Monterey Danny, so true. He starts to shit in his pants. What what do you mean? I missed it. Uh, Being treated like a woman makes him nervous. Real estate ownerships. Being treated like a woman makes... I'm nervous. You guys are making Manny nervous. Anytime a man hit on him, his voice cracks. Oh, is that what you guys think it is? No, man, I accept it. I'm slightly flattered when a gay guy hits me, but it's just Leon's way is just overtly sexual to the point where it's harassment. But you know, like I was like how I was saying, I can't expose him because I gotta man up and take it. It's like, oh, oh, is a gay guy hitting on you too much, Manny? Really? Huh? Where is he hitting on you? On a live stream. Oh. <laughs> but if it was a girl, you know, it's like, hey, baby, I wish I could lick curry off your belly. But oh my God, call the police. And then everybody's going to start posting, expose this man. Look what he said to me. All right, we can't do that. What? Who was one of the people that got away with like uh, raping or drugging, raping and robbing men? Cardi B, right? Didn't Cardi B do that? <laughs> I don't go that far. No, I'm, I'm fucking with you, Leon. I'm just trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm using the fodder to make the show go. Um, remember Cardi B admittedly said I've drugged men had sex with them and stole from them and what did society do you go girl you gotta get that bread you gotta go out and you gotta hustle these guys fuck them do you girl do you boo 
Press, press, press. Cardi B needs more press. Fuck yeah. Get it, girl. Right, and what are those guys gonna do? They're not gonna step up. They're like, hey, you know, Cardi B, man, she, uh, she drugged, raped, and robbed me. So? Be glad. <laughs> Be glad you were a part of history, bro. What the fuck are you doing out here trying to expose people like this, man? Leave her alone. She's out here doing her, you know? She's gotta make her bread. He's gotta make her money. Cardi B can drug, rape, and rob guys. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, if it was the other way around, then we got a problem. You know what I'm saying? You deserve to go to jail, but not Cardi B. Nope, she deserves another hit single. <laughs> and we're all gonna support her because you gotta go out and get that money, girl. <laughs> hey, and that's facts. No one can come back to that, all right? That's just straight up facts and the irony of the world we live in, all right? You heard it here first on the Miami Comedy and Comedy Calendar podcast. All right, yep, supporting. What up, Joe? Glad you're catching the show. Uh, what's up, Jonathan? What's up, Ewok? Yeah, for real, like female teachers hitting on students. Yeah, female teachers hitting on students. Uh, bro, blessed, man. I mean, if I was a student, I wouldn't rat her out. Bro, what are you doing? What are you doing making your... Well, but then again, you know, they're young and naive, man. But uh, if you're a student, man, the fan, as a guy and you have a hot teacher, the fantasy is to bang your teacher. That's the fantasy, you know? You walk in, a girl, you know, your teacher's got a fatty. You're just there like, oh, my God. Look at this. This is looking nice, right? And then she just goes up. It's like, you want to get your dick sucked? Like, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> right? And then what are you going to do? Once you get what you want, are you going to go up to the principal and be like, uh, Mrs. Robinson. <laughs> hey, man, but you got to play by the rules, man. That's a youngster. You can't fucking do it. But I was young. I had the fantasy, and you know what? I wasn't alone. A lot of kids, a lot of students out there always have the fantasy. As a matter of fact, why don't you do, uh, why doesn't the superintendent do the classroom a favor and not hire anyone that's hot? Is that discrimination or is that just prevention? <laughs> you know what I mean? Is it discrimination or prevention to not hire uh, attractive female teachers? You know, because you know students are going to have the fantasy. It's normal. It's called being human. You know, you're young, you're a teen, your hormones are shooting, teacher walks in looking amazing. The fantasy, right? So to prevent it, as a superintendent, I'd be like, all right, uh, Mrs. Robinson, I see your resume here looks really good. It seems you have a great uh, history of education, you understand. But uh, look, I mean, let's, let's face it. <laughs> We can't hire you with a donk like that. <laughs> For the safety of the children, we can't hire you, Mrs. Robinson. I mean, it doesn't matter if you got a ring on it. These, these, these kids don't care. <laughs> By the way, those that are watching the show or listening to the show, I'm just kidding, okay? This is just for joke purposes, but I'm gonna write it down anyway. Uh, hiring attractive teachers. And this was on 29 minutes, 29 minutes. All right, here we go. 
Uh, let's see. Let's see what you guys are saying. I need double standards going full circle on the Cardi. Yeah, uh, what Cardi did is is def- I'm gl- I'm actually glad it happened. You know, because uh, it, it's something that society needs to understand about these double standards. Like they they're strong about putting their you know their opinions out there. This is the way it is, the way it should be, and the way it shouldn't be. And then when something contradicts that. They're just like, oh, sweep it under the rug. Uh, we're trying to prove a point here. <laughs> um, let's see, bro, 100%. Every dude's fantasy in school. Yeah, it's normal. It's normal. I mean, you're a young kid. You, you're, you're a teenager. Your hormones are deceiving you. If you got an attractive teacher, the fantasy is going to happen whether society likes it or not. Okay? It's just what it is. Um, you are a dude and still the biggest hoe, likely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You, make it a, you, you, you say that statement like I should be uh, ashamed, Danielle. When you, you clearly said, I was leaving a one-night stand on an Uber I paid for. I only fuck guys that are stupid, and I made guys that are smart uh, walk me to the car because they're quality. So I fuck the bad ones, and I, and I, <laughs> I friend-zone the good ones. And then I complain why I can't find a good one. We're on the same boat, Danielle. All right, don't act like you're better than me. Um, I did a friend's mom once. <laughs> Oh, hey, man, that's you, Miss Stanley, sixth grade science. And you remember her name, Daz. That's hilarious. Uh, I bone and Miss Burke. She was 65. I was in eighth grade. (laughs) That's how much our hormones deceive us when we're teenagers that we actually look at 60 year old teachers like, hmm, Miss Burke looking mighty fine. (laughs) 60 plus, huh? Uh, Have you seen porn? Anything is attractive to someone. Not true, man. I'm not attracted to uh, uh, leather works, like people dressed in leather or with like the clamps on the nipples or with the zipper in the mouth. Like that's not, that's not, or tassels and shit like that. Like that's not attractive. That looks painful. You know, like if, you, if I'm banging someone that's into dominatrix, it's like, can you take all this leather shit out? Let me look at your face, bro. Why do you have that gag in your mouth? What? Huh? I don't get this. Can you, this is ridiculous. It almost feels like I'm being pranked. It's like she walks out with leather outfit on and be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you don't find this hot? No. Who finds this hot? You know, a, a cow died for you to put that on. You might as well walk out with meat on your body. <laughs> the fucking Lady Gaga outfit. Uh, this is comedy. Disclaimer. Yeah, we got to make a disclaimer nowadays, Daz. Exactly. Uh, for those that are listening, uh, things that things said were a bit edgy, but I should make a disclaimer. This is for the sake of comedy. And what is comedy's job? What is the job of a comedian? To talk about taboo issues and make fun of them so there's less venom in it, okay? Because if we have conversations, all right, we can become a better society. If we try to sweep shit under the rug, we can't come to an agreement of understanding. Huh? Look at me being philosophical as a comic. All right. Comedy clubs, comedy shows, comedians, they should be a society, a service to society the same way you go to church to get uh, in touch with God, the same way you go to the hospital to uh, get in touch with your health. You've got to go to a comedy show to get in touch with your logic. Oh! Oh, let's write it down. That's a good one. Where did that come from? Comedy show logic. 
25 minutes in. That, that one's a good one. Yo, that's true, man. Uh, comedy should be a service to society because it's only in these parameters that we're able to have these conversations. Huh? It's only in these parameters that we're able to confront you about your way of thinking. All right, let it be known. So you're asking for 10%. What are you talking about, Bexreg? Bexreg shows up uh, <laughs> with 10% show left asking random questions. Uh, yeah, the show started now. So you're asking for 10%? What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> do not do not look up nugget porn. No, I'm not going to look it up. Absolutely not. What's up, Big Daddy D? Liar. Yo, bruh. What's up, Cannabis? <laughs> cannabis Sittleman? Uh, why, Manny? Why? Uh, good to see you ain't ashamed of your fantasies, uh, RMT. Uh, she was full of gray hair. She tug it on like no other has. <laughs> RMT is still talking about the fantasy. RMT, we moved on. Uh, grandpa porn exists. Yeah, grandpa porn exists because people out here still banging grandpas. He has a boat and he makes me laugh. You know what? I, like I mentioned it before. I hope when I get older, I become... You know, like an attractive grandpa. I'd like to, I'd like for my sex life to still go on strong uh, when I get older. I think it's good. You know, it's a sign of vitality. It's like, damn, this guy is still uh, plowing at 60. Imagine him in his 80s, nonstop. Uh, like the church, you said it should be a service uh, like the search. Yeah, I know. But unfortunately, these are one of those services that are just taken for granted, Bex Rec. $10 for a comedy show. Who's going to be there? Who? No, I'm good. (laughs) Yeah, comedians are taken for granted. You know, we're out here saying the things no one wants to hear. And then somebody comes in and is like, all right, you're going to entertain me? What do you got? Uh, There's a two drink minimum. I'm good. Bye. You ain't worth it. You ain't Kevin Hart. I'll only pay tickets if it's Kevin Hart. If it ain't Kevin Hart, we good. Bro, if you're not attractive, tape a Benjamin Franklin on your forehead. All right, RMT. Damn. RMT out here, mad as hell. That girl's banging guys with money. Uh, uh, have you ever come across some money, RMT? Have you ever had, like, a lot of money, and you and you walked around with that money in your bank? Have you ever been financially uh, free in your whole life, RMT? You ever had so much money in the bank that nothing can bother you? You ever had that feeling? Walk around with that feeling. Walk around with that feeling, and people are going to notice it especially the ladies, because they like that swagger. They like that freedom, that feeling of like, oh, you can help me have a good time, can't you? (laughs) We're going to have dinner, and you're going to buy a bottle. And then on the weekend, we're going to go on a boat ride. And you've got friends? Yeah, I want to go. That sounds awesome, right? It's attractive. You can't blame them. Hell, man, if a girl came up to me and be like, hey, man, you want a steak dinner? You want to do some blow on my yacht? And in the deck room, I have a PlayStation 5 already connected. Oh, shit. What game? The new God of War. It's not even out yet. Oh, my God. Danielle could DM me and be like, you want your dick suck tonight? Be like, nah, man, I'm good. (laughs) I'll be on this yacht playing video games. You know what I'm saying? After eating steak and uh, doing blow. I'm good. You have fun. All right. I can give you a recommendation. <laughs> That's what we should do, guys. If, if you ever get hit on, you should. if you're not interested, you then give a recommendation. You know? 
Hey, sweetie, what you doing tonight? Uh, not interested, but I could recommend you a friend. <laughs> oh, man, recommendations. 20 minutes. That's good. Let's see. What's up, Rafi P? What's up, JPZ? Bruh, but you funny, I pay it. Hey, man, you know, you, you, you pay for what you get. You know, that's what, that's what the words say. I mean, if you want to go out and see a comedy show, you know, somebody's going to go and do something, right? Somebody's got to put on clothes. Somebody's got to write their joke book. Somebody goes out and has the best intentions to be a comedian. But we're taking for granted, you know? Comedians are just somebody that's just like, ah, yeah, but, you know, you're, you're kind of like a nobody. So, no, I don't want to pay $10. You want to pay $10 for this parking? Yeah, well, at least I get to park my fucking car. Shit. <laughs> like when I say free comedy show, dude, I get 100 reservations. When I say $5 comedy show, I get two. Uh, and then I got to give the other 98 tickets for free. <laughs> $5 for a comedy show? Hell no. Free comedy show. I'm there. Let me get dressed for this show. <laughs> Put on my good suit that ran me more than $5. Going to this free fucking comedy show shit. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I'm, I'm ugly, but I got money. That's why I tell you that. The Benjamin trick works. Damn, RMT. All right. I know the, the thing is, if you want to flaunt money and you want to come off attractive with money... You can't do it blatant because like the only people you're going to attract with blatant money works are people that are going to rob you. <laughs> and that's facts, Jack. You know, uh, if, uh, if if you're really like, you know, as I would call loud money, if you got loud money and, you know, you're flaunting that you've got all this fucking money and you got the jewelry and the expensive outfits and you're pulling up in a car you know, like, yeah, here's a $20 tip. Nobody's going to be around and be like, how can I be uh, a really close friend to this person for the sake of a friendship, right? People are going to be like, how much money can I take from this motherfucker? Because he's, he's, got, he's got money in the bank. How can I rob this guy, right? You know, the, the girls you go on a date with will want to rob you. Yeah, let me get the bottle of Dodd Perignon, right? Uh, let me have the, uh, the ribeye steak salad. Yes. You can also have a glass of wine. What's the best wine you've got? Great. Right? But if, if, you're, if you're the kind of person that you have money, but you keep it under wraps, or you, uh, you don't make it your character, people can still get a little sense of a little bit of wealth, right? But you're not at the level of like, yeah, I'll fucking spend it, right? You're at the level of like, why should I spend it on you? And then they'll work a little harder. You know, they'll give you better conversations. <laughs> they'll give you better friendship. They'll respect you more. Right? Uh, you know, they'll, they'll be a lot more polite. <laughs> they'll, can I have the glass of wine? Like, before they even order it. Is it okay if I have a glass of wine? Yeah, sure. Go ahead, baby. You good? Have a glass of wine, please. Right? Instead of the, let me have the Don Perignon and a glass of wine. The French one. Yeah, the one with the most. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Right? Because if you splurge it, people just assume that you're going to drop that money for that glass of wine that ran you $50 or whatever. Right? But since you're, if you're not giving off that vibe, people will be like, can I get that glass? Yeah, baby, go right ahead. All right, cool. 
Same effect, but a little more respect for your time and money, bro. You know, I like that. Um, <laughs> uh, loud money doesn't last. Exactly, Alex. Look at fucking Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett could be the loudest motherfucker on earth. <laughs> uh, Jeff Bezos could be the loudest motherfucker. <laughs> Jeff Bezos can be the loudest motherfucker on earth too. Warren Buffett and Jeff Bezos should do a trap duo. Right? And they'll take over the airwaves. You know they will because they're talking about that real money. We out here running Amazon. Berkshire Hathaway. <laughs> when I pull up in the Lamo, people gotta wait. <laughs> you order a package, never coming late. <laughs> right? Those are the people that gotta be out there getting loud with their money, but they don't. You know why? Because they know that's not what real wealth is. Real wealth is not you being loud with money. Real wealth is fucking freedom real that's a good one real wealth is freedom ah don't gotta do shit i'm good you don't like me i'm good i don't want this job i'm good i missed the payment i'm good that's wealth freedom it ain't yo what up hold money to the ear out here making money hustling Right. Usually those people that have that anybody that's really greedy, they're not that rich. That's one thing I've learned. Like when you sense greed in people, they're not really that rich. There's something going on behind closed doors. You don't know what it is. But when someone is like money grabby, it's like, ah, you're not as rich as you're coming off. There's something going on that you're still emotionally attached to pieces of paper. What is wrong? Are you in debt? Is something are you are you in trouble financially? Why are you this greedy? Why are you this emotional with pieces of paper? Something's wrong. Red flag if you ever come across someone that's greedy. All right, greedy people spend other people's money probably, but I've met people that are very wealthy that are not greedy and they continue to stay wealthy. But I've also met people that act like they're wealthy and they're extremely greedy and then they lose their business because something was going on. And bro, that's that's real money game right there. When you're when you're greedy, that's a sign that you're not as rich as you're telling people you are. There's something going on. Greedy. Greed. Um Sergio Andres, what's going on? Uh Vibrant uh, Sign Studio. Welcome. How are you? Yeah, I'll give you guys some game. I mean, I was trying to do this yesterday. Now that we've got more people. Yesterday, I was trying to have a little... Uh, I was trying to share some... What's up? It's a plug. Welcome back. I was trying to share some money game. And then people wanted to have toilet talk instead. But since you guys are here listening this time, I'll give you guys some money game, okay? So um, what you do is every time you get paid, put a percentage away without even thinking about it. Put that shit away, right? Like before you even think about bills... Before you even think about things you owe or whatever, put shit away and put it away some in a cer- certain manner that you can't get to it. Like, forget about it, right? Open, like, I, I do uh, Robin Hood. Like, you open up Robin Hood, right? I'm getting $500 tonight. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to convert this uh, 30%, put it into there, forget about it. I'm done with it. It's out. 
I can't get it back. Well, I can, but not now, right? It's gone. So now I have X amount of dollars left. So when someone comes around, can you buy me a glass of wine from France? No, <laughs> it's in the market, right? And then you do that long enough. One day you're going to wake up and then you're going to be like, yo, I got fuck you money. Oh shit. I'm free. I'm putting $2,000 a day without having to work. I'm good. <laughs> we free, baby. What's up, Marcos? What's up, Garrido? What's up, Alex? Yeah, just go out, find whatever it is that interests you, you know? I think there's 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 uh, three ways to invest, right? Oh, look, here's some more money game for you. Huh? You guys you guys cracked the code. I'm glad you guys are here listening to a mo- some money game from a comedian. Oh, yeah, I should make a disclaimer just in case. Uh, don't take financial advice from a guy doing a comedy show with eight people on a live stream, all right? Disclaimer, talk to your financial advisor. <laughs> I don't talk to a financial advisor anymore because those motherfuckers will try to make you go broke, right? Somebody shows up in your life, hey, I'll manage your money. Uh-uh, uh-uh, no way. <laughs> I've been screwed before. Uh, so what I do is I just put 30% away until, until one day I wake up and I'm making money. So there's three ways to invest, right? So there's the stock market, there's real estate, and then there's... Uh, there's uh, a business, right? So you invest in the, st- whenever you make money, you put it in the stock market, put it in real estate, or you, you put it in your business, right? Business is a little more volatile, right? Because some people don't have the skills, right? So is the stock market very volatile. And so is, uh, so is real estate. It can be very volatile, but fuck it, man. If you got one figured out, ride that shit out, man. You know, I put money in on Zoom, for example, right? The Zoom stock before it blew up. I put some bucks in there. Now it's worth triple. I'm like, oh shit, I came up. Another million to go. (laughs) Oh man. Uh, Are you going to show your garage with uh, Lamborghinis like Ty Lopez? Yeah, I got to grow the mustache out. (laughs) I got to grow the mustache out again and do the whole Ty Lopez comedy thing. All right. All right, guys, let's get to the uh, let's get to the sponsor. Speaking of money, right? Speaking of money, if you're looking to save some money on your health insurance plan, check out LU Venus. That's my health insurance agent. LU Venus, E-L-I-U-V-I-N-A-S is a badass health insurance agent helping individuals, families, small business find the health plan they need, whether it be Medicare, Medicaid, group plans, ACA, Obamacare. If you've got health insurance questions, he's got health insurance answers. Oh, reach out to him. E-L-I-U Venus at ushadvisors.com. E-L-I-U dot V-I-N-A-S at ushadvisors.com. Shout out to L-U, man. Give me some bread. It's like, yo, man, you out here giving out game about money? Bang, it throws a stack in my face. Mention this on your podcast. I'm like, yes, sir, I will. <laughs> you a greedy motherfucker, ain't you? <laughs> you got me. <laughs> How you know while you're counting money? How did you know? <laughs> uh, what's up, Marcos? Yeah, curse and blessings. I know. I look like Ty Lopez, man. That's why. I, that's why I shaved the mustache. Got tired of it. Got tired of the fucking. This guy looks like a dollar store Ty Lopez, man. Fuck you. Yeah, I like marketing. <laughs> uh, so, do you have Cash App? I do. Here, I'll put it on the. Uh, thank you, RMT. Appreciate that. 
uh, miamicomedy.com slash tips. There you go. There you go, RMT. Uh, if anyone else wants to, uh, yeah, go ahead and tip me. Absolutely. I've got no shame. I'm opening up the bucket. Throw in some tips in there, guys. And rest assured that 30% of your tip money will go into the stock market. And in turn, I'm helping out the economy. You know what I mean? If you give me money at the tip jar, I'm going to reinvest it into the economy. I swear to God, I will. (laughs) We put it out there. Yo, we got to buy these stocks. We got to bring these stocks up, man. Yo, these stocks have been going down too long. Let's put 30 cents off this dollar (laughs) that I made on my show and try to bring these numbers up. All right. Let's stop. I am that consistent kitten. Uh, Is there a comedy I Sweet Caroline's tonight? Yes, there is, Roger. So uh, tonight, 9 o'clock, we have our weekly Tuesday night comedy show at Sweet Caroline Karaoke Bar in Brickle. Marcos wants to know where the mic's at these days. Okay, so tonight we have an open mic after the main comedy show at Sweet Caroline. Mondays is Red Bar. Saturday, yes, this Saturday on Halloween night, we're going to be over at Moreno's in South Beach. There's going to be an open mic after the main show there. Also on Sunday, okay, Sunday as well at uh, Boho. In the back room, there's a stage in Boho, Boho, Miami, in the Wynwood Edgewater area. There's also going to be an open mic after the main show. Go to MiamiComedy.com. That's why I have it here, guys. Or a comedy calendar for those watching nationally in the future. Uh, All right. Manny, you got to post a schedule with your shows. Bro, it's right behind me. Are Are you kidding me right now, Alex? It's right here. Man, you... you <laughs> Dude, I'm doing the whole show like this. With this logo behind me. And Alex has the audacity to be like, yo, Manny, you should post a website with all, the, with all your shows on it. Why don't you have a schedule up with all your shows on it? What the fuck do you think this is, bro? Yo, man, he posts a schedule. Where can I find the schedule? What the fuck? <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. <laughs> Yo, you made my day with that one, Alex. That was good. Nice. I'll see you there. All right, Roger. See you there. All right, guys. And with that being said, um, I'll see you guys tomorrow, 6 o'clock. Tell your friends about the show. Let's all get together and have a daily conversation about anything you want. Until next time, bye.